Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Sunday, July 23rd, and this is for July 23rd through July 29th. We had some heavy stuff last week with the Mars-Saturn opposition and the Sun-Pluto opposition, plus the North Node squaring Pluto, and that's actually continuing. They continue to square each other. Uh, but the North Node shifting into Aries last week, that was a really big shift. And in spite of all the other chaotic planetary activity I just mentioned, maybe the North Node shifting into Aries brought you a new burst of energy, a new perspective. Maybe it fired you up a little bit, inspired you, and set you off on a new path. And we, of course, also continue to see all kinds of power struggles out there in the world, including in the United States, which, as we know, is experiencing its Pluto return. And it's in the process of rebranding itself, whether it's consciously aware of that or not. Um, it's, it is rebranding itself. Uh, we, have the Pluto, uh, we have Pluto, the planet of control and ultimate power, bouncing back and forth between Capricorn and Aquarius between now and November of 2024. Mm. Pluto is currently in Capricorn. It will remain in Capricorn for the rest of the year. So we're continuing to see the shadow side of Capricorn, which would be corporations wanting to maximize their profits at any cost, people drawing line, lines in the sand, refusing to communicate, or just throwing up walls, you know, a lot of polarization. Pluto and Capricorn focuses on scarcity, so there are still many people in power, you know, perpetuating that myth that we live in a world of scarcity, that there is not enough for everyone, which just isn't true. And we're still moving into the Aquarian age. Once we get there, hopefully we'll be looking out for each other more, supporting each other more, moving away from things like guilt and shame, continuing to have a better understanding of how our minds work, and putting more emphasis on emotional intelligence. But at the same time, watch out for those robots, because uh, that would be the shadow side of Aquarius, of course, would be it's great with technology, but I don't know, we're, 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 we're trying to find that right balance right now between uh, technology and, um, well, you know. Anyway, since we last spoke, cancer has left the building. Cancer season is over and Leo season has begun. Ooh, pretend I put in like a lion roar sound effects. Right oh, yeah. Like, oh, that'd be perfect time for a lion roar. <laughs> the sun entered Leo around 7 p.m. yesterday, July 22nd, and the sun will remain in Leo until August 23rd. August 23rd, incidentally, is the same day Mercury will turn retrograde. Mm. But that's the way ways off. So the sun is now in Leo. Mercury is in Leo. Venus is in Leo. Black moon Lilith is mm. in Leo. So there's a lot of Leo energy in the air right now. And we're most likely finding ourselves doing Leo things, like hopefully loving ourselves more, being proud of ourselves and everything we've accomplished this far in our lives, letting our hearts lead us, having fun, being creative, being the life of the party. Or maybe we're annoyed by all those things that I just mentioned. Maybe we want cancer season to come back. I don't know. But with all these planets in Leo right now, there's a strong urge to be amazing, to stand up for ourselves, to maybe bring a little drama to things. Because drama can be fun sometimes. 
But I will say that we will be communicating more bluntly for sure than we did when we were in cancer season. Leo is rarely shy about what it wants and what it believes in. It will let you know. It will not make you guess. So the fabulous volume has definitely been turned up since the sun entered Leo. And over the next four weeks, there will be additional vamping and glamour and all that fun stuff. But we'll be attempting to be fabulous with Venus retrograde. Mm. So it'll be a little tricky at times because yesterday, July 22nd, right around the time Leo season started, Venus turned retrograde. Venus stationed retrograde at 28 degrees Leo. And during its retrograde phase, it will backtrack to 12 degrees Leo. Venus goes retrograde about once every 18 months. So that's about once every year and a half. The last time Venus was retrograde would have been December 2021 through January of 2022 when it was in the sign of Capricorn. And the last time Venus was uh, retrograde specifically in the sign of Leo, like it is right now, the last time that happened was August 1st through September 6th of 2015. Wow. So see if you notice any similar themes with this Venus retrograde as you might have been dealing with in 2015, the summer of 2015, or maybe certain people involved from that time. Maybe they'll return mm. or, or certain themes. Shortcut, look at your social media. Look at your mm. Instagram or Facebook in 2015 for an easy shortcut to see if those themes return or if certain people will come back. That could be a little fun thing to do. I might do that. That's a great idea, actually. I'm going to do that. Now, with Venus retrograde, we're going to be looking at what we value, what brings us pleasure, what makes us happy, especially in the areas of relationships, money, and our style, how we look. Mm. Also, hobbies, fun, uh, interests. What do we like to do? You know, in short, how can I bring more Venus into my life? Ooh, say that again. Which part? How can I bring more Venus into my life? Okay. How can I bring... <laughs> more venus into my life i just think that's a good yourself, yeah. yeah that's a good little thing to take with us today yeah bring a little beauty bring a little easy goingness you know we can all always use more of that mm -hmm. black moon lilith however is also in leo and this is different from the last time last time venus was retrograde in leo black moon lilith was not a player necessarily oh. but this time around black moon lilith is also in leo which could bring some additional depth perhaps even exploring the deeper recesses of our psyche during this Venus retrograde. You know, Lilith represents our primal urges, mm -hmm. our drives and desires that are maybe a bit too much for polite society, the stuff we don't necessarily lead with. And Lilith and Venus will be conjunct on August 7th. They'll both be at 23 degrees Leo that day. So Lilith and Venus are hanging out together. And if one function of a Venus retrograde is to ask us what we really want out of life, then with the added layer of Lilith, that's going to encourage us to be completely honest about that because Lilith just is not interested in surface pleasantries. So it might be a bit more than just buying a new plant for your house this time. <laughs> but this Venus retrograde might be a little bit more than that. So this particular Venus retrograde could be very much also about reclaiming your personal power. Mm. You might feel the need to stand up for yourself as well. So we'll see. this, But this Venus retrograde could go pretty deep. Um, so with Venus retrograde between now and September 3rd, you know, with any Venus retrograde, they say it's not the best time to make big decisions around relationships. Right. 
yeah, we most likely will be evaluating our relationships more closely during this time, but also not the best time to make big decisions either. Uh, it's also another period where you might want to be especially mindful when making any business-related decisions or financial decisions. If these have already been in motion, though, mm-hmm. then... Oh, yeah, keep going. Right? It's not... Yeah. It's more like we're saying, like, hey, just keep in mind that if you're starting something brand new during this time in the relationship area, just maybe think it through. That's all we're saying, right? We're not saying, like, don't, or if exactly. you've already been in some sort of relationship to stop, or, like, anything like that. Yeah. You know, of course, love has its own schedule. Love has its <laughs> own course. timeline. Love doesn't work on a calendar schedule, that's for sure. So love's going to happen when it happens. But, you know, they say if you start a new relationship during Venus retrograde, things could turn once Venus goes direct. There could be additional difficulties and whatnot. But, of course, any relationship is going to have difficulties. (laughs) Any long-term relationship, you're going to have things that you go through together. So, But it's just um, you might not have all the information up front right now with that kind of deal. But as always, yeah... um, Love is all that matters. Love is all there is. I don't know. Love is all around. Love is all around. Yeah. So find the love. I want to do a quick shout out to the Not Rocket Science podcast. Our good mm. pals, Maddie Carteropel and Anthony DeVries, they have a new podcast called Not Rocket Science. And its first episode can be viewed on YouTube. I'm actually their first guest. So I'm on this episode talking about astrology. And it's a funny educational podcast where you will learn something new from a seasoned professional, whether we're talking about you know an astrologer or you're a firefighter or a florist. I believe they had a florist on for their second episode, or even a clown. Mm. So check that out. It's called Not Rocket Science Podcast on YouTube. And uh, I'm on the first episode. Also, Kevin Fox, the actor from such shows as Jury Duty, most recently. Kirk Fox. Kirk Fox, thank you. What did I say, Kevin? Yes. That's a producer guy. I think he produced the Blair Witch Project I worked with. (laughs) It's also very hot in this (laughs) Thank you for the catch. Yeah, Kirk Fox. He's been on Reservation Dogs, Jury Duty, and Parks and Rec, Rec, among other things. He's been around a long time. It was a very funny episode. I could not stop laughing out loud. Maddie and Anthony are hilarious. And it was fun to hear you talk about astrology and to get their insights on that. And I didn't see the part with Kirk Fox. Apparently, he's not into astrology, which was also funny. Yeah, yeah. He was a skeptic for sure. Yes. But still had a nice chat with them about it. We love that. We love that. It's a really, really nice podcast. The quality of it is excellent if you are watching it on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Ryan did a great job. Ryan Reyes, yeah. So I highly recommend. I cannot believe how much I was laughing. But that's the vibe. It's it's always a good time with uh, Maddie and Anthony. So not rocket science. Check it out. Yeah. And as I mentioned at the top, Almy is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week I like to ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio take on life. It's called the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. I'd like to transition to that right now. So, Almy, first of all, as a Scorpio, Mm -hmm. how are you doing with this heat? It is the hottest summer on planet Earth's history or something like that. How are you doing? I feel like they say that every summer, Mm. and maybe they do. Um, I'm not – I mean, I'm doing the best that I can. We at least have shelter. Yeah. We have – an air conditioning unit we have a fan in the bedroom an overhead fan i mean things could certainly be worse i don't like the heat but i'm doing the best i can yeah i guess we all are yes uh, and and speaking of podcasts now we mentioned the not rocket science podcast and you elmy were recently a guest on the mental health comedy podcast with ed krasnick and jennifer kalari yes Uh, what did you talk to them about on that podcast just out of curiosity if you're willing to share 
as a Scorpio. It was very fun. We did talk about mental health and comedy in a sense. I mean, most of his guests are comedians. The, the last guest before me was Patton Oswalt. Wow. And I'm thinking, like, really? You want me to follow that up? Wow. So we didn't really talk about comedy as much because I come from, as you know, an entertainment, pop culture, journalistic background. So we talked a lot about pop culture. We talked about American Girl dolls. We talked about that. And we also talked about the voiceover work I do, specifically the guided meditations. Ed thought that was very interesting. And Jennifer Kalari is a mental health professional, so she had some great insights on how meditation can help mental health. So we talked about pop culture, American Girl dolls, meditation, pretty much everything in between. It was a really great conversation. I've known Ed a long time. He's a great guy. So check that out, the Mental Health Comedy Podcast. You can listen to it, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Awesome. Thanks for sharing, Elmi. Sure. And before you go, just one random toss-up question. This, is, this pertains to nothing. <laughs> What's your favorite REO Speedwagon song? <laughs> the band REO Speedwagon. What's your favorite song by them, if you do have one? I think I literally only have one. Mm. It's, I'm gonna keep mm. on loving you. That's a good one. That's, I think, the only one that I really know, so it is my favorite. And nice. it's pretty good. I don't want to sleep. I just want to keep on loving you. I, I honestly cannot think of another one right now. No offense to Ario Speedwagon. Like I said, very hot in here. The longer we record the podcast, the more my mental capacities diminish. Yeah. So that's going to be my answer. Go Ario Speedwagon. That works, yeah. All right. And wishing everyone the best at Ario Speedwagon. <laughs> And on the podcast we mentioned as well. Check out those podcasts. Yes. So that concludes the Ask Scorpio segment of our show. Almy, thank you as always for sharing. Sure. So let's take a quick look at this upcoming week, see what we're working with. So Sunday, July 23rd, that would be today. The moon is in Libra. Mm. So that's further Venus energy, mm -hmm. maybe thinking about bringing some beauty into our worlds. Now, Chiron turned retrograde today as oh, well. Yeah. Chiron is an asteroid. I believe it travels between Jupiter and Neptune. And Chiron represents the wounds that we have in our lives. It represents the areas where we feel a little weak. We don't feel as strong naturally. Areas of life we need to work on. And it went retrograde today. It will be retrograde for quite a while, um, all the way until December 26th. Chiron has a very long retrograde period. But especially today, we might be feeling a little bit tender, potentially, or we might be feeling some stress or you know things around those areas of our life that kind of bother us, where people can kind of get to us, where you know we can be irritated or agitated, and we just don't feel so self-confident. Mm. So be tender with yourself or with others. They might be feeling that today and over the next few days, especially during this, you know, while it's stationing here. And um, we'll be working with that through the end of December. Also today, Mercury is squaring Uranus. So the planet of communication is squaring the planet of breakthroughs and surprises and upheaval and revolution and all that stuff. So the note I made for this particular aspect is watch your mouth. LOL. That was what I wrote down. Watch your mouth. LOL. That's solid. There's a chance that, you know, words are going to fly out of your mouth. You might not mean be very careful about speaking off the cuff. Uh, be mindful of your words. And, and also know there might be some news or there might be some surprises, some surprises that kind of crash into your world today as well. Schedules, 
Might get a little shakeup, that kind of a deal. Monday, July 24th is looking fairly quiet. The moon will be in Libra. It's making minor aspects. There's sort of the mundane, not particularly inspired uh, aspects. But uh, Monday, July 24th is looking fairly quiet in general. By Tuesday, July 25th, moon will be in Libra for the first part of the day, and then it enters Scorpio around 10 a.m., and it'll be in Scorpio the rest of the day. A couple cranky moon aspects on Tuesday is that the moon will square Pluto, which can bring some power struggles and just some kind of intensity to things that might not even be that intense, but mm. just Pluto can kind of shade it as being an intense situation. Uh, also, the moon will be squaring the sun, so our hearts and our feelings could be a little bit out of sync on Tuesday. By Wednesday, the moon will continue to be in Scorpio. Now, Mercury will form an inconjunct with Neptune on Wednesday, so our communications could be a little thrown off. There could be some confusion with our communications. Um, by Thursday, the 27th, the moon will be in Sagittarius. The moon will enter Sagittarius around 5.30 p.m., Early, earlier in the day, Mercury will conjunct Venus, so that can bring some actual pleasantness to our communications when, when Mercury and Venus are in sync like this. However, at the same time that Mercury and Venus are forming this beautiful conjunction where our words are more beautiful and eloquent, at the same time the Moon, which will still be in Scorpio at that point, will be squaring Venus and it will be squaring Mercury. So emotionally, we can feel a little bit off balance. So that throws an additional layer. So Thursday might not actually be the best day for communications either, I'm looking at. Um, by Friday, July 28th, Mercury will shift into Virgo. Mercury will leave Leo and enter Virgo. And Mercury is going to remain in Virgo until October 4th. So that's a long time for Mercury to stay in a planet. And the reason it's staying in there that long is because there is a retrograde period in there. As I mentioned, I believe it's August 23rd when the next retrograde will start. So Mercury is going to be in Virgo for quite some time. However, uh, Mercury is Virgo's ruling planet. So Mercury and Virgo is, um, what do they say in Forrest Gump? We're like peas and carrots, something mm, like that. He, yes. Okay. So it's like peas and carrots, or it's just like two things that work well together. It doesn't have to be vegetable related. But Friday in general could be a feisty day. We have the Sagittarius moon squaring both Saturn and Mars. Uh, as I mentioned, Mercury is changing signs that day, which could add some additional difficulty to our communications. The sun will also form a quincunx with Saturn that day, which could trigger the need to release something or feel like we have this pressure on us that we have to accomplish something or eliminate something from the equation. So Friday could be kind of a stressful day. A lot of fire energy in the air on Friday. The Sagittarius, of course, is a fire sign. The moon will be in Sag, joining all those other Leo planets, joining the North Node, which is in Aries. A lot of fire in the air on Friday, which can be great for creativity, but also watch your temper as well. Uh, Saturday, July 29th, I'd say is definitely a better day for the, for the Sagittarius moon. Definitely a quieter day for the Sag moon. Not a lot going on on Saturday. It's all lunar aspects, all you know, moon doing things, but those are all quick fleeting sort of aspects. And then around 8.45 p.m. on Saturday, the moon will enter Capricorn. And then a quick look ahead to next week. We are coming up on a full moon. There will be a full moon Tuesday, August 1st, in the sign of Aquarius. Mm. In the meantime, we're wishing everyone the best out there. Try to stay cool and stay sane. Thank you, as always, for listening. We love you. And I think Elmy's going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. Let's take a few deep breaths. We always close out the podcast with a sort of mini meditation where we take three deep breaths in through our nose. 
and then slowly out through our mouth. So let's get in a comfortable position. You can sit down or lie down. I'll give you just a moment to get settled. And then let's also release some of the tension we've been holding on to. So relax your brow, uncrinkle your forehead, and unclench your jaw. And let those shoulders drop. And if you'd like to close your eyes while we take our deep breaths, you can close them now. Let's take that first slow deep breath in. and out. In. Out. Slow deep breath in. And out. We thank you so much for listening. And we thank you for your support, both with rating our podcast on Spotify and Apple and following us on Instagram at Something About Astrology. We really, really appreciate y'all. We hope you have a great week ahead, and we will talk to you again soon.